Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Adeomo. I've come with a word in this series as I lay a foundation today on the subject, the power of blessing to prevail. What did I call it? The power of blessing to prevail. Again, the power of blessing to prevail. In the first service, we did share a very powerful word, the power of blessing. I want to encourage you to go on Spotify and listen to that message again and again. It will bless you. It's one of the masterpieces I believe that God has given to me by revelation. I want you to make sure you go through it because I laid the foundation today. Oh, how was first service, people? Okay, praise God. That was the foundation. Now, there are some other strands of the power of blessing that I'll be sharing along those ones. But this one is the power of blessing to prevail. One of the things God, one of the reasons why God created the room for blessing is for you to prevail. Everybody say prevail. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, not everybody in this world, not everybody in this life is suffering or struggling. There are people in the class of prevailing and not traveling in this part of eternity. In Revelation chapter 5 and verse 5, when the redemption of humanity was being organized before the world ever began, the Bible says concerning the lion of the tribe of Judah, when they were looking for somebody to open the scrolls and remove the seal thereof in heaven. And John, I mean, John, the beloved, was given the revelation of this on the Isle of Patmos. When he saw that there was nobody worthy to open the seal and I mean, to open the scroll and remove the seal thereof, he started weeping. He started weeping. I was crying, was weeping, until an angel told him. He said, weep not, for the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Ever since the sacrifice of Jesus had been done once and for all, the church has been set on a pace, a pedestal, a platform of prevailing, no more traveling. But why is the church still traveling instead of prevailing? Why are we still experiencing turmoil and torment instead of freedom and liberty? It's simply because we have not engaged the power of blessing, that the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed on our behalf of. Praise God. I pray for you in this season that God has brought us in, in this season of unprecedented blessing, that like never before, his blessings will find expression in our lives. Our destiny will join those who prevail in this life. If you believe that, say good amen. I say, I see God bring you out of your struggles in the name of Jesus. 
Trust me, when we were in school in those days, there's something, it's a popular slogan. They say, a luta continua. It means the struggle continues. And tell you the truth, in many lives, the struggle is still continuing. But I speak over your life. You will not struggle anymore. Life will answer to you at a very cheap rate. Why? Because of the power of blessing. In the name of Jesus, I see God bring you out of your current struggles. Struggles in your marriages, struggles in your finances, struggles in your business, struggles in your health, struggles in your wealth, struggles in your posterity and your prosperity, struggles in raising your children, struggles in the projects that you are doing. I see God take you out of every struggle in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. In Luke chapter 5, in Luke chapter 5, we see that story of the apostle Peter. This was before he became an apostle. This was his first meeting with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord asked him to lend him his boat. He lent the boat to the Lord. The Lord finished with his boat and the Lord spoke a word to him. And when the Lord spoke the word to him, he said, but alas, master, we have toiled all night. Another word for struggling means to toil. He said, we have toiled all night. But the word came to him that terminated all his toiling. Every struggle of his life was terminated because a word came. I speak over your life. The word coming to you this morning will terminate every struggle in your life. Struggle was over for him. Struggle will be over for you. In whatever area of life that you are struggling now, I decree by the power of the word, your struggle is over. I see God bring you to a place this morning that will terminate every struggle. If you believe that, say good amen. The struggles of life will not know your address anymore. They will not know your location anymore. Every struggle I convert by the power of God's spirit to miracles for you. In the name of Jesus. The tool that God uses to prevail for people is the tool of blessing. Blessing is empowerment from God. It's empowerment of God from God to liberate you from the struggles of life. Blessing is when God empowers you to just prosper, to move. To move from one degree of glory to another. It's an empowerment. It's supernatural. It's not natural, sir. From God. Praise God. And during this series, we are going to be learning a lot about the power of blessing. But today, we are talking about the power of blessing to prevail. Praise God. In the first service, okay, let me not talk of the first service. My wife is here. Praise God. Uh, amen. Okay. Let me first give two direct examples from the scriptures. Because you see both men and women in life prevail over struggles by blessing. The story of Jacob was one. 
in Genesis 32, 26. He was crying. He said, I will not let you go unless you do what? Unless you bless me. Because you see, the Jewish have always encouraged you. Every believer should have a Jewish friend. Sincerely, you will not understand the Bible until you have a Jewish friend who can teach you a little bit about the Jewish culture. Praise God. I had a Jewish friend once like that, a colleague. There's nowhere he is in the world. There was a time the grandmother was sick and was, you know, was at that age of going. Praise God. They will ask him to go on a course in my place of work. He will not go. Why? He says grandmother can go anytime. Does not want to go away. So I had to ask him, why, is, why are you turning down all these offers? He said, he said, the offer is too small compared to what I will have where my grandma goes. He said, it's the power of blessing. That's one thing he was waiting for. He was waiting for the grandmother to release those last words on his life. He knows. You know, and I myself, after he said that, I had to go and research my Bible. What is this? Oh, this is parental blessing. Oh, and this is what we take casually. We don't understand. Amen. But let, let's, we will get there shortly. Let's uh, flow along. The story of Jacob. He said, I will not let you go until what? Until you bless me. And after I blessed him, he said, you now have power with God and with men. He said, you have power with God and with men. And you have prevailed. <laughs> that means there is nothing that can stop you anymore. You have been given something that will always make you overcome the realm of men and have elevated you to the realm of God. No wonder they say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In Genesis 32, 24 to 28, you can read it. Because what was he asking for? What was he asking for in Genesis 24 to 28? What was he asking for? <laughs> the blessing empowered him to prevail. He was asking for blessing. By the power of impartation in this service, some level of blessing will come upon your life. In the name of Jesus. In this month of unprecedented blessing, I see you prevail in the name of Jesus. Not only did uh, Jacob prevail, there was a man called Joseph too. In Genesis 49, 26 to 28. Genesis 49, put 26 on the screen for me. And watch this. It says, the blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my, well, that word means ancestors, unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph. They shall be on the head of Joseph. Can you see a transfer there? It shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him 
that was separate from his brethren. Jesus is Lord. The blessings of God are intangible, but they can affect tangibility. These are mere words spoken over a man's life, and you could see years after it came to pass, as it was being said. Why? The power of blessing. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Proverbs 10.22 says, the blessings of God, it makes rich and adds no sorrow. I was explaining this in the first service, that the blessings of God is not riches. That's the mistake we have made over the years. And I don't think the church did a good job on that. The blessings of God are not riches. You can be blessed and still be poor. But the Bible says the blessings of God, they are able, they have the capacity to make you what? Rich and add no sorrow. The blessings of God is not riches, but they are able to make you rich. Are you listening to me? By calling the blessings of God riches, you have reduced the blessings of God. You have reduced it. Blessings of God are not riches. No. It's very intangible. I was telling them in the first service that they should get ready for the next part of that because they want to understand what true blessing means. That blessing is not tangible. It's in the realm of the intangible. He demonstrated it in the life of Abraham. The first man that will bless as a family man. He told him. <laughs> he said, I'm not giving you money. I'm not giving you riches. I'm not giving you an army, even though you need one. But what I'm giving you is myself. I'm giving you me. That's the first thing about blessing. Blessing is a covenant. Sir. I'm giving you myself. If you are thirsty, I'm the water you need to drink. If you are hungry, I'm the bread you need to eat. I'm giving you me, myself. The first encounter of blessing is a covenant. But quickly for this service, I don't want to because it's so heavy. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You are keeping me balanced. Amen. Three main channels of blessing. Let's go straight to the point today. Three main channels of release of this blessing. Number one, how you can be blessed, the channel with which you can receive blessing, number one, is directly from God. What did I say? Directly from God. You can see that in the life of Abraham, Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Now on this on the screen, you got to help me and be fast so that we can give it to God's people on time. Genesis chapter 12 from verses 1 to 3. It says, Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of the country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. Come on, say it one more time. I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. That's the last series, blessed to be a blessing that we'll talk about. I will make you 
a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. In thee, in Abraham, will whose family be blessed? All families, including whose family? My family. In Abraham. So I have to get some things about Abraham. Genesis 22, quickly. Genesis 22, 16 to 18. Genesis 22, 16 to 18. Are you enjoying this? Praise God. Oh, this is the home of the blessed people. Am I correct? All right. You, some of you will know the reason why God brought you here. It might just be to understand this for your destiny. To know the power of blessing. That I'm a blessed man. What makes me blessed is not what you are looking for in me. I am super, super blessed. This revelation will take you places. Amen. And said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, because thou hast done this thing, thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. Look at the action of God. That in blessing I will do what? I will bless thee. In multiplying, I will multiply thee like the seed, as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And in thy seed, and thy seed shall do what? Possess the gates of their enemies. So some of the th- reasons why God's blessing will come upon somebody's life is not because of anything you've done or not done. It's because of the obedience of Abraham. Excuse me, that's powerful. That's very powerful. Let's go on. <laughs> Verse 18. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. In whose seed? In thy seed. So it has now moved. Who, who is the first person that through him all the, na- uh, all the families of the earth will be blessed? Who is that? Abraham. So what was on Abraham got transferred to who? To his seed. Who is the seed of Abraham here? Galatians 3.29 says you are Abraham's seed. And a heir according to the promise. So you carry something. Tell somebody I carry something. You see in Christ Jesus, you have come to a blessing. In Christ Jesus, you are already blessed. The moment you receive Jesus into your life as your personal Lord and Savior, some things were transferred unto you. Just as you see God transferring the blessing to his seed here. The Bible now connects it in Galatians 3.29. That since you are Christ, since you belong to Christ, since you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, this blessing of Abraham is on you already. It's on you. Praise God. Are you with me this morning? Genesis 24 verse 1. Just follow me this morning. I'm taking you somewhere. Genesis 24 1. Are you there? And Abraham was old and well stricken in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in how many things? In all things. The level with which you are going is in all things that your blessing will reflect. You see, they will not look at one aspect of your life and say, hey, yeah, oh, sorry. When they look at your marriage, <laughs> one in town. When they look at your children, a one. When they look at your finances, wonderful. When they look at your character, marvelous. When they look at your future, ah! 
every area of your life, it will be said of you that God has blessed, put your name there, God has blessed Dio in all things. That's your destiny. In every area. How many people are ready for every area of their lives? The blessings of God. You don't want, you don't want win some, lose some. That's not the covenant. That's not the plan. It's in every area of your life. And you will not settle for less. I cannot hear your amen. amen. I said you will not settle for less. Amen. A man like Jabez in First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. He cried unto God that God will bless him indeed. And the Bible says in verse 10, and God granted him his request. I see God granting somebody his request today in the name of Jesus. Because yes, the Bible says in Lamentations 3, 37, he said to subvert a man from his course, God has not approved. I see you, you will not be cheated from your promise. You will not be cheated, cheated from the covenant. If you believe it, say good amen. Number two, what is the second channel? We said the first one is directly from God. We see that demonstrated in the life of Abraham. It was God's decision to bless Abraham. And we saw the connection that we ourselves are connected to that blessing in Christ Jesus. Please write Galatians 3.29 in case you didn't write it. That's your connection. Now, number two, the second channel is parental blessing. What did I call it? Or through parental channel. We can call it parental channel. Ephesians 6, 1 to 2. A lot of believers have missed out of this. They have not treated their parents well. They have not treated their parents with honor. Praise God. I go to some believers' uh, houses. Uh, uh, you see them, especially in other countries of the world. You see the quarters they are living in so pristine. You go to where they have put their parents. Even their servants are living better. Say, so then, where's where, where grandma? Boys' quarters. So, your, your, your grandma is squatting in the quarters. And you are living in the mansion. I say, ah, these people have gotten it wrong. This is not how to live. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> in this part of the world, well, <laughs> praise God. One day I asked my son, I said, are you going to put me in the home? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Some people have gotten it wrong. All you need to collect it from your parents is called honor. Ah, may God give you understanding today. Say honor, just honor them. Look, unbelievers have gotten this better. You wonder why they are doing better? They got this part better than you. They honor their parents. I didn't say all of them. Praise God. Ephesians 6, 1 to 2. He said, children, obey your parents in the law. For this is right. God says it's a right thing. Okay, verse 2. Honor thy father and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise. He said, with long life, it will satisfy you. Some people want longevity. It's not by going to the gym and taking all the vitamins in the world. Are you listening to This is long life here. By covenant. By covenant. And I tell you, covenant is more powerful. By covenant. Everything that wants to misbehave will behave. 
Because when he remembers, ah, this one is actively walking the world. Praise God. Some of you will need to repent after this message. You need to put your parents on a budget. You get everything, you take everything, you just swallow everything. And when they call, they say, ah, oh, the Lord bless you. That's not how it works. When you honor your father and mother, it is God you are honoring. And you are provoking, you are triggering something over your life. He says the first commandment from the Lord with promise. Praise God. Amen. I've been toasting my, okay, let me not, let me not go there. Number three. Number three. The third channel is the priestly and prophetic blessing. What did I call it? That's the third channel. Some of you, you fight your pastor. Forgetting God put him there to be a blessing to you. Now, your pastor is not a God. I would, I, you know me, how I discredit and discourage honoring, I mean, hero, hero worshipping uh, people because they have... Uh, Godly offices, no. But we do have a covenant responsibility towards your, your men of God, your, the people God has placed over your life to see to it that it be well with you. Praise God. Numbers, Numbers 6, 23 to 27. Let's quickly look at that. Numbers I speak over your life. You will live long on the earth. Because you will honor your parents. You will, that, that's what gives you right to live long. Not because you live healthy. Many people are healthy and they just go like that. When you ask doctors, what's, what's wrong? They, they can't even explain. Are you with me? 623. Speak unto Aaron and unto his son, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel. Saying unto them, you see, something must be spoken. In blessing, words must be released. He says, saying unto them, saying unto them what? The Lord bless thee. The Lord will keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. And the Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. And give you peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. You see that? That is, the priest has his own to do. But God, too, has his own to do. And you think, most of you think that when the priest has not done his own, it's only God's own that matters. Uh, the one that set it up said that priest's voice and words over your life matters. If the combination that will open a door is two, four, five, and you say four, five, eh, I got four, five, it's only two I missed. Would that door open? It won't. So complete. He said, We'll avenge every disobedience when your own obedience is complete. Many 
children of God go around town with half obedience. It doesn't work. Let your obedience be complete. Numbers 23, verse 20. Quickly. Numbers 23, 20. I have received the commandment to bless. Don't let me quote this thing. Slow. Okay. Behold, I have received the commandment to bless. And he had blessed. And I cannot reverse it. It works together. Even the man of God cannot reverse what God has said. So many people, many people walk around without obedience, with blessings hanging over their lives, but never finding expression. It's true they are blessed. It's true the blessings of God is on them, but it's never gaining expression because their obedience is not complete. I pray for you today, you will begin to walk in complete obedience. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, what must I do in the next two series after this one? I'll be teaching you what to do to keep the flow of these blessings continually in your life. You have to keep on renewing it. It's not that you do it today and forget. No. For example, I told you about parental blessing. It's not just to honor your mother today. Maybe you call her, you say sweet words. And after today, she blesses you, she blesses you again and again. And, and uh, next month, nothing from you. Doesn't work like that. It's continual. Everybody say continual. The blessings of God, you have to keep on going for it again and again. It's continual. It's for the rest of your days. Do you understand that? It's what you do every day of your life. Now, I've shown you three channels. How many channels did I show you? Three. What's the first one I showed you? Directly from God. Now, what must I do to receive directly from God? Number one, you pray. Prayers trigger the blessings of God. Be a praying Christian. I've invited you several times. Wednesday, 545, pray with your pastor. Some of you say that is when sleep is sweet. You have refused. You are doing yourself disservice. Okay? I've told you, be a praying Christian. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Every Wednesday, we have intercessory here. I know some families come with their whole family. It's not every time, but they will come. At least in a month, attend two times. Attend three times if you can. Just come and spend one and a half hours in the presence of God praying. Amen? Something will rub on you. It's called the spirit of grace and supplication that has rested upon the house of David in the last days. It will come upon you. Learn to train yourself to pray. Train your children to pray. Let them know the presence of God. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. So pray. It was because somebody introduced Jabez to pray that Jabez prayed. First Chronicles 4. 9 and 10. The Bible says he cried. He said God should bless him indeed. And verse 10, God heard his prayer. I said God will hear you in this season. In this season of your unprecedented blessing, God will hear your cry. Number two, the second thing to do is to praise. Psalm 50 verse 23. We glorify him in praise and offering. 
You must learn to praise God. Some of you are as cold as cold Steve Austin when it comes to pray, uh, praising God. You say, let's praise God. Everybody is moving, dancing. You, you just stand like this. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me. In fact, if anybody looks at you, you'll just be depressed. We'll not want to praise again. Your praise is not encouraging anybody. Praise should be hilarious. Praise should be demonstrated. Thank God for your life, ma'am. I was watching you. I couldn't keep my eyes off you today because you were just praising God. It's your first time in Royal House. It's your first time? Second time. Praise God. You are welcome. We love you. We want you to stay. Praise God. Amen? Yeah, clap for her. She was praising God. Praising God. I love when people praise God in the house of God. Praise God. You know, that's how David kept on praising God until he caught God's heart. You will catch the heart of God. Psalm 50 verse 23. Whoso offered praise, you see, let it, let it come as an offering. He offered praise, glorifieth me. When you offer praise, you are glorifying me. And to him that ordered his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of the Lord. Praise God. Psalm 96, verse 7 to 8. Psalm 96, verse 7 to 8. That cell phone should kindly be shut down. Praise God. Now, give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of his people, give unto the Lord glory and strength. So it's through praise and giving. Everybody say praise and giving. Uh -huh. don't, don't, if you want the blessings of God, what you are toiling with, when we say, oh, let's praise the Lord, and you say, you are tired. You are toiling with your blessing. Don't be tired. Somebody was telling me once, he was asking me, he said, ah, won't it be boring in heaven? Pastor, you are saying, all that they will be doing in heaven is praising God. I said, that's why, number one, you need to get used to it here. So it will be, you won't say it's boring. And something will just take you out of every guru. Go and go to where it's not boring. And the Bible did not say that will happen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. But what I'm saying is get familiar. Get familiar with where you are going. Praise is the utmost there. So the second answer I gave the person is that wait till you get there. Huh? When you get there, when you see two and four elders, ever since I was born till now, to before the world began, all they do at the throne of God is come like this. 24 of them, 12 on each side of the throne, according to the Bible. I say according to? Okay. They all have crowns, the two and four elders. God is there. All they do, 24-7, is to come, Cast their crown before him. Pick their crown after a while. Come, sit down again. After a while, they come again. Cast their crown. And they are not bored. Amen? The two and four elders, that's what they do day and night. Because you can't behold his majesty and even sit. 
In the book of Revelations, God wanted to stand up from his throne. It took him half an hour to stand up because he's so majestic. Oh, words cannot describe this thing, brethren, until we get there. Even the Bible says, when we see him, we will be like him. But until we see him, heaven is. Sometimes when I'm reading Revelation, I'm just mesmerized. I'm just saying, really? 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 Wow. Oh, you are looking at me. That's how I was looking at myself. Praise God. Number three. Number three. He that honors me, I will honor. You need to learn to honor the Lord. He that honors me, I will honor. Somebody refused to honor God. Look at what happened to his life. First Samuel 2.30. There was a man called Samuel. What happened to Samuel? Samuel was the same one who received message from Eli. Who said the priesthood was taken away from Eli. Because Eli honored his sons more than the Lord. He did not honor the Lord. He honored his own children more than the Lord. And he disconnected him from his priesthood forever. God must be number one in your life, sir. God must be number one. Praise the Lord. Now, how much do you honor the Lord in your heart? It is honoring him that determines the flow of his blessing in your life. So number three thing is honor. What's the number one thing? Prayer. Because some people don't mark register in prayer. God doesn't even know you. Because you have not talked to him before. Number two, praise. Be there when it's time to praise God. Some of you haven't been to. Uh, look, I've been in churches that when it's time for praise, you must be in front here. Why? They believe that. Someone told them that God is in the altar here. So let God see me. Oh, I'm praising God. <laughs> at the back, you might not see me, but here you see me. Lord, I'm here. Look at me. I'm praising. Praise God. Now, I'm not saying do that, but I'm, I'm not saying you can't do that here. But what I'm just trying to say, you praise him. Amen? In whatever way you can, praise him. Number three, what did I say? Honor, honor him. Number four, and this is the master key, is obedience to him. Ah, obey God. Raw obedience. Genesis 22, 1 to 18, you saw how he obeyed God raw. God said, go and sacrifice your only son. He even said, your only son, whom thou lovest, Isaac. The one, the son of your old age. The one that took you 25 years to get. And he was walking around like a mad person for three days, looking for where to go and kill his son for God. Until he got to that point, God said, no, we told your hand from the Lord. He said, now I know. I always ask myself the question. So God didn't know before. He said, but now I know. You will not withhold anything from me. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he looked for what to swear by. He could not find. Then the Lord said in blessing, ah, he stood by his throne and swore by his throne. That in blessing, I will bless you. May God release such upon you today. 
May such that has been released be activated upon your life today. God's blessing is not free, but listen to me. It answers to man's obedience. I will repeat that. God's blessing is not free, but it answers to God's obedience. Obedience may be costly. It will cost you something. But the end result is priceless. I said obedience will cost you something. It may be costly. But the end result is priceless. It's priceless. It's what money can buy. It's a non-negotiable requirement for the flow of blessings. Blessings are real, brethren. They are very real. But obedience is the price. Every prayer made in disobedience is a waste of time. What did I call it? A waste of time. You are disobeying God and you are still praying. Mm. You see, that's why I said, look, even if somebody has a heart against you or you have heart against somebody, you have come to the altar to pray. You have even come with gift. What did God say you should do to the gift? Leave it there. What do you do? Go and reconcile. Why is he saying that? Because he said, I won't hear you. Even if you bring the whole gift that is bigger than the church building, he can't hear you. He said, go and reconcile. Are you listening? Every prayer in disobedience is a waste of time. I will continue this series with parental blessing next week. Because that one is so dear to my heart. If one thing is heavy in my heart, it's, it's the lack of understanding that we have in this area. Not to honor. And that demands honor. That's all. Honor your parents. Please, some of you have, need to keep this message and record it and keep it for your children. And play it in their ears again when they are of age. Are you listening to me? And God will bless you. Have you been blessed this morning? Rise up like a champion. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lord, I want to thank you for your children. I will lift up your hands to heaven and draw grace from God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services every Sunday live at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m and our Bible study every Friday at 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and God bless you.